Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And we are back for 2023, and we are going to go over the stats for December and 2022 in general. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, welcome back. Hope you had a great holiday. We're a little late kicking off 2023, I guess, but... Um Nonetheless, we are back and uh, happy to have you with us. Hopefully, you all had a nice holiday and are feeling refreshed and ready for the new year. How Is about, that how you feel? I was going to say, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm getting there, I think. I'm feeling, um, I feel like I really, I'm not generally affected by the weather, but God, I could use a little sun. We need some sun. I'd rather have really cold, frigid temperatures and blue sky than this. Yeah, it's just it's been miserable. a lot. Yeah. 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 And you know, you know, real estate goes in cycles and yeah. it's traditionally slower from say mid, mid-December through to like mid-January. So to some extent, it's predictable that, you know, I kind of feel a bit removed from things going on, but right. But that's because that's the nature of nobody is really, you know, buying and selling isn't top of mind over the holidays. Yes. And so um, I'm not um, being hard on myself for feeling a little bit out of it so far. Yeah. But what, it's uh, January 11th. Happy birthday, Nicole. So um, it's, it's time to start getting back into it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I finally just finished, you know, the business plan for my business plan for next year, which is like way too late. So yeah, I'm finally starting. I feel like, okay, I got to, I got to sit down and get serious. And are you having people start to call you or are you? A little bit. Yeah. I, I would say I have people starting to call me, but, um, the market's really slow. Very slow. Like I, I, I really am a little bit surprised. I thought that by, you know, second week of January, we'd start to see some things picking up, but nothing is happening. God, I'm just looking right now. There's seven listings out in all of the east end right now but it this is today this is earlier than it would be in a good year even it's not normally that's i I wonder if that's about average for every year i don't think so i think a bit less yeah definitely i would say i mean we could we could finally we could find those numbers if you really wanted no i don't really want no but i would say normally like every day by now you're starting to get a lot more i remember actually my real estate lawyer telling me that january was always her busiest month for for deals um, people always thought it was February, March. Well, is that closings? No, just oh. deals coming in. Mm. So I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to see how it goes. But, you know, when I have how we work, most of us work is that, you know, we've got a lot of people on what we call prospect matches. So, you know, if you're interested in buying a condo downtown, I send you the listings every day. You see what they are. So when I go through my prospect matches every day, uh, there's nothing. Yeah. I I've had the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's very few coming out. So that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, we had the stats come out for all of, they do the December stats, uh, some of it's for December, but also they talk more about what's going on in all of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
yeah, we'll, we're going to go over those, but any any surprises? I don't, I don't really have any surprises, I don't think. No surprises. I think maybe more of the same that we were seeing the last couple of months. I yeah. think it's, um, you know, it's, it's not particularly a pretty picture. Yeah. Um, but I think there's some room for optimism, but it's tough to look at these numbers. It is. The only thing I will say is if we're looking year over year... We're up 8.6%. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's because the first quarter of 2022 was so hot. Right. And so we're up in terms of sale prices. Yes. Yeah. 8.6% overall. So if we're just looking at 2022 compared to 2021, we went from a million and 95,000 on average to almost 1.2 million, 1.19. Right. So that's, that's, that's a good, you know, if we're going to try to find some good news, it's sort of, if we're looking year over year, which is really ultimately what we're going to be looking at, this will be, you know, a blip from now mm-hmm. at some point we're going to be going, mm-hmm. oh, we've trended upward every year. You know, yeah. this would be amongst those years. Yeah. The bigger or, uh, the bigger, um, trend that we've seen the last couple of months is the drastic decline in the number of sales. Yeah. And, and listings. And listings. And yeah. I think it's those two things that are contributing to the resiliency of the prices. Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. Because um, we did rebound a couple of months over the last six yeah. months. Some were good, some were yeah. not as good. Um, none of it has been terrible, really. Like there have been some pockets where like the detached in the 416 has, has in 905 actually both have been hurt mm-hmm. pretty badly. But other than that, it hasn't been awful mm-hmm. um yeah but i think that you're right it's it's really just because there hasn't been a lot of inventory but i know we say this every every time we talk but i've never really seen an instance where we've had such little supply and demand at the same time right it's odd right you know mm-hmm. so um anyway that's where we're at so yeah my only uh you know we don't know what's going to happen but i think there i just think that there must be pent up demand it's the Must demand be. number that I think is going to change first. Yes. And uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, I think um, so. I think so. But, you know, if we don't do something about that supply, the demand is useless. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's a You know, I have clients. A problem. Uh, motivated, qualified, and Ready very to eager to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's nothing available for them to buy, like nothing is churning. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Really weird. So yeah, as we talked about overall in 2022, we had an increase in price of 8.6%. That's nothing to sneeze at. That is a good increase. Exactly. Obviously, we know that growth was based on the beginning of the year and, you know, from, and I'll remember the day, the rest of my life from the first day of March break onward, things quieted down. So, you know, we, like I said, we had a couple blips that were better than others, um, but that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. So 1.189850 is the average selling price for all of 2022. Now, if we're looking at, you know, if we stick to price and we're talking about uh, month over, over month, um, we had uh, detached in the 416 selling this month for 1.627. And that was down from this time last year uh, by 4.1%. Right. So not terrible. 
Um, worse is the 905. They took a hit this month. 1.312 was their average selling price for a detached in December. And that's down 16.4% from last year. Yeah, that would have been... uh I mean, uh, I'm of two uh, thoughts about that. On one hand, that that's a, I'm surprised by the significance of that number, but also I'm not surprised that it's the 905 that's experiencing that. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you have to, you know, as we've mentioned many times, you have to remember the 905 went through some really significant price increases. Wonky. Wonky. Mm-hmm. In certain areas, more than others for sure, um, and I think that if you bought anywhere from January to March last year, you're probably regretful because you've seen now that your price, you know, the price of your home is not worth that anymore. But I don't have it in front of me, but I bet um, two year over year, um, the numbers in the 905 would be pretty strong. Exactly. Like if you looked at December 2020 and compared it to now, That's I think right. I believe you'd still be up. Oh, you definitely would. Right. So forget the blip. I keep saying this. I know. I know I'm repeating myself, but I think we need to just ignore 2021. I hate these year over year numbers because 2021 did not make any sense. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that minus, you know, that drop of 16%, you know, you know, I, I, that hurts. Yeah. Um, but as you say, it only hurts if you bought last uh, first quarter. It right. only hurts if you're <laughs> planning on selling now. It only hurts for some of you. And it, and it shouldn't really hurt if you're not selling. That's right. And you shouldn't go into something thinking, pla- planning, or, I mean, life happens, so sometimes it's um, impossible to avoid. But um, unless you're selling now, and mm-hmm. you bought last uh, in early 2021, 20, there's no relevance to that number anyway. No, there isn't. And just just to answer your question, I just looked it up, and the average price of a detached in the 905 in 2020 was 1.175. So, you know, we're up right. substantially from that. So you Durham people, look at that. Yeah. That is the relevant number. You're you're doing yeah. fine. You you bought high, but you're not selling. That's right. And you you're the market we know. We know the market's going to recover. We yeah. know that this is a blip. Just yes. as um, yes. early last year was a blip in the other direction, this is a blip too. That's right. That's um, right. So Yeah, hang in there. I had someone tell me the other day, I digress for a second, but it wasn't you. Someone told me that they had a client that was thinking about selling like a number of their investment properties because they didn't think, they were worried about the market and thought that they should sell them all now. So that they could... Because they think the market's going to further drop? Right. And I said, are you freaking kidding me? If I didn't have to sell now, I wouldn't be. Well, not only that, but like, what does this person think it's going to drop to zero? Like, forever? I mean, it was just so stupid. I thought, Mm. like, dude, hang on. Like, it's only going to be a couple years. Like, I don't even understand someone's, like, panic selling like that. There must be... Right, another reason and this person was trying to make it sound like there wasn't another reason. Mm-hmm. There, like must, it there, there must be. It didn't make any sense. It was so stupid. No, because um, like it just, I mean, relax. It's not. I'm all bad. for it. Do it. I, we got people sure. who'd want to buy exactly. It. That's I right. mean, now's the time to be buying yeah. those. There's just uh, it's well, not like the time to be selling. Like imagine panic selling your your investment property, and I understand like interest rates are making you know affordability a lot harder, and and our rent rent is not going. Rent has gone up, but if you have tenants in your place, it's not going up at the same rate as the, you know, So I think rates. there has to be more to the story. There must there. be, he, but it was so, so weird. This person who was a realtor was telling me this, that it was her client and then they were, that they were kind of in full support of it. 
Oh, the realtor was too. Yeah, it was so stupid. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is, what do they think it's going to be down forever? Like, obviously it's going back up mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, and, she, and then she was backpedaling and saying, oh, well, well, they, they just, you know, they're going to retire soon. I said, well, tell them to hang on and retire in two years when the market's back up. I just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, we digress. But uh, so that's what we were. Condo prices, however, up again this month. Condo price seven forty one in the four one six, and uh, that's up one point four percent. So I think that's been the same for the past maybe three or four months, where it's just gone up somewhere between one to two percent. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I have no problem with that. Um, now the big news really is, as you mentioned, is the sales volume and listing volume right. down. So we had in 2022, you know, 75,000 sales. That's down 38.2% compared to the year before, which was a record number of sales. But that's a dramatic drop from 2021. And Definitely. I certainly mm-hmm. can see that happening. I mean, every day I look at how many terminations there are and you know, suspensions and different things like that. People, mm-hmm. Houses that came off the market altogether. Mm-hmm. Whether they go back on is, is, a, is another thing. Um, the number of new listings was down 8.2% compared to last year. So, you know, you do the math, listings are down 8.2%. Sales are actually down 38.2%. So that means, you know, obviously there's a lot more homes that aren't selling at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's... Fair to note as well as, as I know we've said this before, but I just want to make sure people realize when we are reporting sales, Mm -hmm. it's reporting sales that have obviously sold. Those don't account for things that have come off the market, been terminated, suspended, disappeared. So it's always a little bit skewed, Mm -hmm. right? Because if I tell you in, you know, in the downtown core this month houses sold for 100% of asking that does not count for you know 30% of them that were overpriced in the beginning went off the market came back on and then sold for exactly what they were asking right so it is a little bit funny when we report these numbers because i think yeah it's not it's not completely it's not true. the whole picture yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. um and there is some pushback from some people saying they don't think we should ever be able to terminate a listing and re and bring it back on at another price it should always show a price change which i don't agree with myself but you know it's something that some people are trying to push for so mm-hmm. um that would be interesting that happens in lots of other cities around the u.s oh it does yeah so the motivation to do that would be strictly for more statistics? accurate reporting yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's a it's a disservice to the seller as yeah, far as i'm saying. concerned yeah, yeah i agree yeah and i had a, a debate with a guy i know on facebook we had a facebook debate um because he he lives or works out in Niagara region. And he was reporting that exact fact and saying he didn't think it was fair. And, um, you know, that it's not reflective of really what's going on. And I wrote back and said, I think that's maybe true, but that's, we have to do what's in the best interest of, of our sellers. Right. We're not going to do something just for our ease of statistic. Right. Because if my seller, the benefit to my seller is to have it relisted and come out fresh and that's with a new price. Do. Yeah then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, I don't care if yeah. you don't like it. Yeah. You know, 
that's that's what that's so he would want you instead of terminating and coming out to do a price change yeah and then it shows it's on the market 60 days instead of 30 or whatever right when you when you relist um but i don't think that's what's in the best interest of my seller Mm -hmm. no ever sometimes it's a choice but uh, yeah, yeah you're right i don't i yeah. agree and and i would tend to come out new yeah and mm. that's my job as a realtor to look if the house was out before right so i can advise my clients right, right? and so never mind the statistics but anyway all that to say that if a listing i are, should know this but if a listing is suspended uh-huh does it still accumulate days yes it does yeah yeah, yeah. and i think you only suspend the listing i think if if you don't want another realtor to grab it right 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 yeah so you still have the listing. you still have the listing suspended. yeah yeah, yeah. And suspended um, as opposed to terminated means that you have every intention of unsuspending it. Unsuspending, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, terminating is usually when you're going to bring it back out at another price, usually, or it's just gone altogether. I don't know how many houses get terminated altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably not that many. Most yeah, get terminated know. and brought back out at some other, mm-hmm. yeah. So I you have see seen that. a lot lately of um, uh, houses listing for sale being terminated. And then them being rented, at, coming out as, uh, as a lease. lease. Yeah. yeah. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. More than I remember seeing before. But yes. it might just be that I'm I'm looking at it. And I, without fail, I don't know how this happens. Without fail, I have questions. I have clients interested in a, a property only when it has just been terminated and leased. Uh, <laughs> like I say, yeah. like, it was on the market for 95 yeah. days. Where, where, where were you? Why are you telling me this now? <laughs> Never fails. It didn't sell, so they leased it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's I don't know. It's, that happens so many times. It does, but it's like you said before. It's like people are only interested in something when everyone else wants yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting. I I don't know. Buyer psychology is a whole. That would be a fascinating uh, study. Mm-hmm. You know, like a really interesting mm-hmm. thesis. Yeah, for somebody, buyer behavior when it comes to residential real estate. Yeah. But, you know, um, in a couple of these instances, so I've had a few of those lately in the, just between Christmas and New Year's, and um, they really demonstrated for me one thing we've talked about a lot lately, which is the disconnect between the buyer's approach to the market and sellers. Yeah. Sellers are still caught up in the past. Oh, yeah. So like, in both these cases, they weren't getting offers that they thought were right. um, appropriate given how things had uh, gone in the past and buyers are listening to the media yeah they think they can get a steal <laughs> yeah. and they're going in ultra low like it's a, it's it, it's definitely a time yeah where um one uh, one set of clients is looking forward and the other's looking back and we're in the present yeah yeah <laughs> try to navigate it all you had that i remember you talked about a, a, someone who um uh, had an unrealistic expectation of their home's value. They they wanted to sell it for what it would be worth in two or three years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guess what? That one got terminated. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that one, they you know, that's a good example. This is a good example of a house that we had listed for 1.7. The nine months before in the hottest, hottest of market, the neighbor sold for 1.9. With a finished basement. Ours, we listed at 1.7 with an unfinished basement. I told them it's it's worth 1.5, but, you know, we'll try it for a short period of time. That's my mistake. I should have never done that. I don't know why I did it. I did it. Um, we get an offer day one for 1.55, and they say no. And so the guy who 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 offered it disappears by something else. 
We don't change the price or anything. In the meantime, a house comes out down the street, exactly the same home with a finished basement, more motivated, comes out at 1.7. They then reduce price to 1.629, then reduce price to 1.599. My people still don't drop the price because they think it's worth what it's going to be worth next year or Mm -hmm. a couple of years from now. That guy sells for Mm 1.53. And finally I said, we got to take this off the market. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, this is, what are we doing? It's silly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my mistake and, and please um, people don't ever do that because you know, it's just, we've shot ourselves in the foot. Now we've got no leg to stand on, right? Mm -hmm. You missed the first offer that came along, which would have been better than that guy sold for. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's, it is what it is. Um, so we'll see what happens. There'll be, there'll be one of these coming out for lease, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had a similar but different experience with somebody else where a townhouse was listed, um, low with an offer date in November, maybe got three offers and rejected them all because they weren't quite at the level of the most recent sales. They weren't grossly off, but they weren't at that level. And the seller wanted what the previous uh, listings had sold for or more. So rejected all three. Then uh, once the offer date passed, they relisted. They terminated and came out at a new price, which was the um, elevated price that the seller was expecting. And it sat from, you know, the 1st of (sighs) November until last week. Sat. And now it has come out at the price that they listed at um, on for offer date, where they got three offers over, but not quite yeah, as high as he wanted. With no offer. No offer date. Yeah. Like, yeah. Poor agent, first of all. Yeah. The, the agent did not, it was not his doing. No. But pe- that seller's looking to the past. Yeah. And sometimes they fool you too, the sellers, because they tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why people did to me. No, we, we'll just try it. Yeah, no, we're listening to you. Yeah, we understand. Yeah, we know that might be a little high. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's what this house is going to be worth in a couple of years. So it's definitely worth what it's worth. But in this market to have decent offers. Yeah, I know. Offers that your real estate agent is telling you is, mm-hmm. is fair and good yeah. in this market. And yeah. to ignore that. Right. Yeah. And for me to, you know, for you then to go back to the buyer's agent and tell, explain to them and they're this, you know, this, in this instance of mine, the guy was like, do you have any idea what's going on in the market? I'm like, yeah, I, I actually, I do. Uh, thank you for the, thank you for the lesson, but, uh, it's not my fault. Well, your duty is to tell your client, advise your clients and blah, blah. I'm like, yep, I know. Yeah, do you think I haven't done that? <laughs> yes, it backfired. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so, okay. So back to the stats. I, the only other thing I was going to say that I thought was kind of interesting is that the average days on market, um, went from, um, 14 in 2021 to 27 in 2022. That's still not that bad. No, I have that conversation yeah. quite a bit with people and like, um, I, you know, in the reality, that's not bad. I mean, no. the, the 14 was, and you know, crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so yeah, we're still not doing too badly there people. So, um, yeah, other than that, I think, you know, we've seen probably a drop in most areas. I don't think that there's any particular neighborhoods that stand out that are worse or more than others. You know, when I'm looking through all the numbers, it seems like 
from what I can see, you know, nothing is, mm-hmm. they're all the same, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the 905 property areas seem to be about the same. 416s seem to be about the same. Um, the only one that stood out to me is having a really high drop was C11, which is, um, uh, central midtown. It's like Lee East. Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they seem to have a bigger drop of than most of the neighborhoods. And, you know, I look at Lee side and I think it, it must've had a greater than the average drop in number of listings. It probably yeah. did because I know, I think there's nothing for sale. Right. There. Right. I know my coach lives in like around young and young Boulevard. Um, is that still C4? Yeah, that's yeah. not C11, but... No, yeah, I was just saying... That is C4. Yeah, in mm-hmm. C4. So he said, like, in his particular pocket... There's nothing. There's only been two sales in the last three months. Yeah. But yeah. also no listings. Yeah. So I think, you know, you have to you have to take that with a grain of salt, right? I did Even see in, a few, in, few new ones in C11 just come out yesterday, I guess. So. Yeah, so things are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my neighborhood, I'm in the beach, and uh, we haven't done too badly there. Like, it's been a pretty minor drop in price mm-hmm. um i think only about four mm-hmm. percent since last year but i also know as i'm in, in those streets all the time like a lot of the high-end stuff hasn't even gone on the market so no when we're comparing you know i've seen a, maybe look more low end yeah yeah not that I've, there's much i've had a end, couple but. of conversations with people who currently live in the c11 that's lee side north and south lee side and we had been looking for them to buy up Staying in Leaside. Yeah. And both people that I had conversations about their clients, and we've been looking, actively looking, both people, interestingly, um, and I don't know if they're friends or know each other because this is a weird thing to come up with. Um, they're so put off by the um, Metrolinks, by the traffic, yeah. by some um, crime in some pockets nearby. Um, and just by the um, building going on, I guess, particularly around Young and Eglinton, yeah. that they're, they don't want to live in Leaside anymore. Right. So they've stopped their searches. Right, Nothing right, to right. do with houses or the market. Right. It's that neighborhood seems to be, according to these two people, uh-huh. changing so much, right. so fast, right. that they no longer want to live there. Well, it's also been under construction for about yeah. 86 I think, years. I think that's what's showing. They're yeah. really frustrated. With 86 yeah. years more to go. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they're, how many years are delayed yeah. are they yeah. now? Like it's like yeah. two, three? So four? one of these uh, has shifted uh, their concentration to the Kingsway area. Yeah, nice, nice. And another one wants to leave the city entirely. But we were like going out and looking at houses in Leaside every other day. Right. In the fall. Right, um, right. And they've just, both of them, no. Yeah. No, I, I think there's a, you know, still a bit of a shift leaving the city for other reasons. I think it, you know, maybe now it's not from a COVID perspective, but I think, it, you know, everything is just so crazy and, mm-hmm. and uh, people really, the, you know, as someone who drives all day, every day, mm-hmm. the traffic is just it's so worse and worse every mm-hmm. day. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. Yeah. I guess that's, uh, that's about it. I don't that's a recap. That's yeah. a recap. Yeah. That's good. Yep. That's good. Um, so listen, make sure you're following us uh, so that you get our automatic uh, uploads every week. And uh, in the meantime, also make sure you're following us on our social media, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And hopefully you have a great week and we will wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. 
but more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com, that's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com, or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.